Hello, awesome people. And here we are with another podcast episode, Alora Unleashed. I had a person, such a kind-hearted, wonderful, spiritual friend that I know, message me and say, hey, you've been real quiet in one of the groups that I'm in. Are you okay? And I, I thought I have been really quiet. And thank you for asking me all as well. I'm in a quiet phase. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about these quiet phases. And I'm also going to talk about the modern day system that we have set up. Okay. And then I'm going to wrap it all up and, and ask you to think about this in your life. So here's the thing. I have noticed now I'm, I'm Gen X. Okay. Which means that I didn't get my first computer until I was in, in a freshman in college. And even then it was like unusual to have a computer, right? We didn't have cell phones, right? So I grew up, as they say, analog, right? Fixing my cassette tape with a pencil. <laughs> if you know, you know. So here's the thing. In, the, in those days, right? In those days with telephones and answering machines, and honestly, for a long time, we did not even have an answering machine. So if you called and we weren't home, nobody knew. And uh, we didn't have call waiting at the time. A lot of folks did. And eventually we got it, which meant if you called and we were already on the phone, you got a busy signal. And there were a number of times in my life growing up where a friend I had moved away. And it was like, okay, bye. Because that was it. You would write to them once in a while. Maybe you'd, you'd try and be pen pals with an actual letter that you would put in the mail. And... Sometimes you would talk on the phone, but it cost money to talk on the phone. X number of dollars per minute. It could be like 70 cents a minute or even a dollar a minute or 30 cents a minute. It adds up. It really adds up. And so you would, I mean, I remember I was in elementary school and a friend was moving and it was like the sort of the last, the last recess together kind of thing. And we kept up again a little bit of, uh, you know, with, with the pen pal stuff. But today, it's not like that at all. Like, you can move, and I've moved it to different states. Like, like if you're on Facebook, it just sort of follows you wherever you go, right? And you're not, not even leaving, necessarily, any conversations when you move, but you're collecting conversations. You're collecting people. You're, you may be joining more groups or, you know, getting more hobbies and, and being friended and, and, and then friended again. And so it's an interesting thing about the environment of being in a situation where you have that many people that you could conceivably communicate with or keep up communications with. There's a lot of memes go around about, you know, friends are the ones that, you know, you tend to. And if you don't water those gardens and the friendships go, and then folks can feel really guilty about that. But I'm telling you, back in the day, you had a few friends because that's literally all you had time to, to be on the phone with, to write a letter to, to get in the car and go see them. You, you couldn't keep up with 50 people even 20 people, the same way that you're what expected to now. It's a really interesting thing. So in this quiet phase that I was in, it's taken me years to get to the point where I'm okay saying I'm feeling quiet and I'm not keeping up with all my social media. I'm not keeping up with posting. I'm not keeping up with responding to things at the same pace that I normally do in groups that I'm in. Like I'm just, I'm reflecting a lot more. I'm 
working on some stuff or yeah, maybe I'm busy. Maybe there's other, you know, I'm a mom. Maybe there's relationships that are happening in the house here that I'm tending to. You get what I'm saying, right? But it's taken me time to say, wait a minute, this isn't necessarily natural for me to do this. This isn't how it was when I was growing up. This is unnatural for me to have this many social things to respond to constantly. And then I think, well, is it natural for anybody? (laughs) Right? I mean, the younger generations don't know if you're growing up in a place that has, you know, social media the way we do here in the United States, you, you don't, maybe you don't know what it's like without it. So you don't know any different. And you think about anxiety levels and you think about just, oh, how, how is this affecting people? So one of the things I had seen was, there's this interesting, I don't remember where I saw it and I don't remember the number, but it said you can only have so many faces, sort of in or, people in your brain's database, right? Your actual close friends, you know, secondary circles, third third circles, there was not, it wasn't an infinite number of people that you could actually even maintain in your mind. (laughs) So there's that. Then I start thinking about law of attraction and conscious creation. And I think about the dance. And this is something that listening to Abraham a lot, Abraham would talk about how in your manifestational life, your vibration brings to you, your thoughts create your vibration and your vibration brings to you the relationships, people, ideas, and situations, right? So if you look around and you like what's going on, that means that you predominantly have a positive thought, energy, vibration around those things. And if you don't, then you don't have a positive thought and energy vibration around them. And that when you look at law of attraction and you let law of attraction do its thing, relationships will follow if if you let them, they'll naturally follow law of attraction, which means when things are in harmony, they show up in each other's lives. People show up in each other's lives. And when things are not in harmony, they don't, which means the phone will ring or it won't ring based on that harmony. If everybody's listening, this is my caveat. If people are listening to their intuition, they'll call at the right time. I have noticed this, that when I am in a phase and I was in a phase I had a a rough phase I'm I'm thinking of in particular when I just wasn't in a place where I was feeling really good about relationships in general and people didn't contact me. And then, of course, I started to feel isolated and then I started to say, my brain wanted to say, well, see, there's your point. People aren't trustworthy, (laughs) right? I say, well, I'm creating this situation. And then I'm using the situation that I created as an example for why it's true. I mean, that's law of attraction in a nutshell. So I went about healing myself, doing my personal growth work, shifting things and getting myself into a place energetically, vibrationally and in my thought where I felt better about people. And as soon as I started feeling better about people in general, what do you think happened? People started reaching out to me. Hey, I thought of you. Here's a meme. Hey, how you doing? And like all of a sudden my, my DMs and my emails and the phone started to reach out to me again. Why? Because I was vibrationally open to it, right? So if you're isolated, <laughs> right? If you're not isolated, See how that is? So what am I talking to about this? Here's the thing. When you put all that together and you start saying, okay, 
Oh, one, one other thing. When you go into relationships, and I say this to people who are married and, and dating, and especially if they're living together, stop chasing each other around when one of you is in a bad mood. That idea of, oh, so-and-so is in a bad mood, and I, we're not supposed to go to bed angry. I've got to knock on the door and make them talk to me while they're in a bad mood. Well, if you're in a high vibe and they're in a low vibe, two different vibrations cannot exist at the same time for very long in the same space. They have to either harmonize, meaning you both end up in a great mood, right? Or they, or you both end up in a bad mood or you have to bounce, which means you stop being in each other's space. And usually what will happen is, is that somebody's in a really great mood and somebody's not in a great mood and the other one tries to cheer them up. And how many times did you both end up in a fight? <laughs> I was in a great mood and now I'm not. Well, they said, leave me alone. I'm in a bad mood. You chased them. You were in a mostly good mood, but not in such a good mood that you went off and did your own happy thing. You went and chased them down and now your vibrations match. So there's your, (laughs) there's your law of attraction in action. So when you put all those things together and you say, all right, if people are listening to their intuition, if you're listening to your intuition and you're following the flow, right? You will naturally move in and out of relationships and you'll naturally move in and out of communication in relationships. You just naturally will. Now that doesn't mean don't have a long-term marriage, right? When your goal is, I want to be married to this person. I want to have a long-term marriage. And you've picked a person where you are, in a marriage that you both want to do that and can do that in that marriage, you'll move through being in each other's space in the context of still being married, right? Well, that can apply and does apply to friendships that allow for that, that maybe you don't talk to each other for a long time, but you're still friends. You are moving in and out of actual chit-chatting with each other based on the flow, your flow and their flow, in the context of a friendship. And then there will be times when you're following your flow and they're following their flow and you just aren't going to be quote-unquote friends anymore. But what is that? We don't have a term for that. Like It's not like an ex-friend. They're just not, as Abraham would say, they're not active in your vibration. They're just not in your... They're, they're just not registering in what you're doing. They're off doing their thing. You're off doing your thing. You're just like, oh, yes, we used to spend a lot of time together, and now we're doing our wonderful things. So all this to say, I'm remembering that growing up, it was a lot easier to let those flow states happen where you spend a couple of years with, with a, f- a friend, and then you drift apart. And you still think fondly of each other, but you don't make a big deal about it. And you don't feel guilty about it because, again, phone, snail mail, right? Getting in the car. Like, it's just, there wasn't this social media thing where you could DM them and they could DM you. And you could text them and they could text you. Where you could eat, you know, you could in a moment's notice reach out to each other. And now you're not. You see where I'm going with this? How do we navigate this idea of letting relationships flow as they flow while we have the technology to talk to people 24-7 across the world? It's an interesting thing. And we don't have a lot of 
years with social media in our society and living this way, right, it's new. It's new. So what's my point of this episode? My point of this episode in this podcast is to say, I will go through quiet phases. And I remember before the internet, before social media, being in a quiet phase felt more quiet. (laughs) Didn't have any of the guilt of the same level of, of sort of obligation. seeming obligation that social media has. The need for having a quiet phase still exists for me. Can I say I'm in a quiet phase and I'm allowed to turn my phone off? I'm in a quiet phase and I'm allowed to put these things on mute. I'm in a quiet phase and I'm allowed to not respond to everything. I'm in a quiet phase. Can I do that? Well, yes, I can do that. Will I let myself Yeah, that's a question for all of us. Will we let ourselves do that? And then maybe we have to talk to our friends and say, hey, listen, remember before the internet, right? People would be quiet, wouldn't talk to each other for a couple of weeks. It's okay. We're okay. It's going to be okay. We don't have to check in all of the time. People say, we don't, we don't. Well, no, we don't. We don't have to check in all the time. When you give yourself more space, to let your relationships include your quiet times, to let your relationships include, right, taking a break or being very active. When you let other folks take a break or being active, when you let the natural cycles happen, right, and then say social media is here when we're in the flow, it's a choice, it's not an obligation, it's a choice for them. It's not an obligation. It's a choice for me. It's not an obligation. Then, then we can begin to have, perhaps, less anxiety, less pressure, even pressure we don't realize is there. Performance pressure, um, relationship pressure, communication pressure, right? Keeping up with everybody pressure. Took it all away. Some people say, well, I'm just getting off social media and I'm so much happier for it. And I said, well, that is not what's calling me. It doesn't call me to get off social media. But I do feel absolutely compelled in an intuitive way to continue to look at the difference between life without social media, life with social media, and saying, it's we live in a yes and universe. I can have it all. I can have the quiet time and social media. I can have these breaks and friends. I can have my flow and I can have, right, all that, all, all, all the amenities that technology has right now. I can flow naturally and I can be and I can yes and. So this, again, takes the rules off of always put your phone here at night or never turn your phone. I'm not into the rules like that because I believe in the flow. I believe sometimes being on social media a lot is really awesome for me. I'm gathering ideas. I'm talking to folks. I'm I'm in an extroverted phase in that way. Like it becomes this wonderful thing. And sometimes it feels great for me to not be on social media. And then I'm and then can I do it without feeling guilty about it? Things to think about. How is social media helping you be in your flow? How is social media and how you think about social media 
or the internet or the fact that you can pick up a phone or your whatever, all those things, how, how, how is it affecting your ability to flow in your relationships and with yourself? And what can you do to change it? Well, first you set your intent. I want to have peace about this topic. I want to feel peace about technology. I want to feel peace about relationships. I want to feel peace about my my cycles. I want to feel peace about myself. I don't want to feel guilty for taking time for me. I want to have relationships and people in my life who understand that I ebb and flow. I want to also let others ebb and flow. I want to feel not worried or, uh, if somebody doesn't text me right back. I want to feel confident. I want to feel great. I want to feel secure. I want to feel amazing. I want to be more in touch with my intuition. I want to know that my intuition is telling me, don't worry about it. All is well. This is great. You'll sync up with them later. I want to be excited about divine timing, that people are calling me at the right time and I'm picking up the phone at the right time, that I'm calling them at the right time or texting and not calling at all. I'm reaching out and I'm listening to my intuition more about how I'm reaching out because I could contact all these people at any time and yet yet I haven't. And, but they also haven't contacted me. Why not? Well, if it's in the highest good, it will be. Why? Because the highest good is the highest good. To think about m- those things more, to, to talk about our strength of consciousness, our strength of focus, our strength of choice, our strength of perspective, our mindset, and all of these things with our natural cycles in mind and with all the possibilities and the awesomeness that technology offers in this amazing universe, which has zero problems. The universe has zero problems putting together any combination of things that's in our highest good to ask for put the highest good in there because if it's in your highest good, right? (laughs) Right. But you get what you focus on, even if it's, if it's not, if it's not pleasant stuff. So if you're feeling this anxiety about life and this pressure, this might be something that helps you. This idea that there's a flow and just because technology is 24 7, 365, that does not override my natural flow. 